0: Previously, on Unbalanced Encounters.
1: We see a one-road, snow-covered town.
2: Is there a Zisha Alzira? Zisha? Who
1: wants to know? Your daughter? You let your obligation to us die. And as far as I'm concerned, my daughter died
0: with it. Forgive me for seeing a man dying of thirst and showing him to water. I hope one day you will have the kindness to do such a thing, too. Safra is going to bend down, take off the ring, and push the body into the water.
1: A giant crystal worm bores its way into view. June, I need you to roll me a d10. It's a nine.
0: You aged nine
3: years? Nine!
1: There's something wrong with my magic Written in something's blood Leave I let go of the room and go back down and The rest of you see the eastern hills They are gone And all, and welcome to another episode of Unbalanced Encounters, the only show that dares to ask, "What if we saved all of the dungeons and all of the dragons to the second year?" Yay. I'm your host, Patrick Paridi. <laughs> Say hi, everybody. Hello. Hello.
2: Hi. We've
1: ha- we've had a dragon. Listen, Sphinx. We- does Sphinx count?
0: Does we've Sphinx had a <laughs> dungeon. We've had a dungeon. Of course, I count. Have we had a dungeon? Had a dungeon?
2: Yeah,
4: in a flashback yeah, there or was, something. There <laughs>
3: was a, there was <laughs> a dungeon. There's plenty of dungeons in um uh uh agravar
4: yeah
0: there's the dungeon we don't remember there's the dungeon you don't remember there's the, there's the
3: dungeon, the dungeon that remember. never existed there's the mm-hmm. bar we, we always went to that was a dungeon basically is that a dungeon
1: mm-hmm. is it a secret underground is it is it is a is a well-advertised secret underground fight club a dungeon these are the philosophical questions <laughs> like on <laughs> where
0: we uh where isaac and guard saved what's her name from was actually a dungeon because she was trapped mm-hmm. down was there in dungeon. like a prison so that was basically a dungeon. That, is a yeah, that, was, a dungeon. that was a dungeon. Yeah. yeah. Welcome yeah, to another no episode dungeon. of Is It a Dungeon? <laughs>
3: Wait, is it a dragon? to be a new
0: podcast because that Let's amazing. go. I love it.
3: Patent Pending by Sam. Oh, fuck.
1: Uh, well, anyway, we're saving most of the dungeons and 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 pretty much all of the dragons for uh, honestly, what is our second year of this fucking show? So uh, we we got there, oh, wow. we got there in the end, we got there in the end, friends. I appreciate you for being on this journey with me. Uh, we're you know we're we're I think we're pretty much done, As right? Like that's
0: this is the last episode. Actually, <laughs>
1: all we need is to ch- it's it's uh, it's like bird watching bingo. You just check dungeon, check dragon, and then you're. Done.
3: I yeah. I'm gonna be honest, Pat. I prefer yeah. our dragon to be a little more um less of cowards if that's the dragon we think of or am i thinking of the god
1: uh you're probably thinking of the god
3: yeah i thought
1: we were calling him a dragon them no 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 jonathan is not a dragon uh jonathan is is very far from a dragon he might be a bitch though that's up to you uh and our listeners at home speaking of which jonathan is
3: gone
0: question mark who is jonathan don't worry about Jonathan's it. Jonathan's the god. Jonathan's the giant turtle in the background. Jonathan's the, the god uh, that
3: Isaac refuses to tell you guys yeah, about. Yeah, Jonathan's
1: the god that Isaac refuses to tell you about and is actively gaslighting the whole party about the existence of stuff. Okay, okay, okay,
3: okay, hold, hold, hold <laughs> on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. hold <laughs> on.
1: Yeah, all right.
3: Go on. As the gaslight girl pops <laughs> here, I feel ter- <laughs> Do I need that?
1: Like a nameplate. I need, hello, my <laughs> name is Isaac Axe Drummer, and I will be your gaslight
2: girl boss. <laughs> That's the best thing I've ever fucking heard.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I think Harrison oh, just thinks he's crazy because he was just shouting to the walls um, about them being a pussy. And uh, <laughs> shit just happened <laughs> after that. that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you
1: say that? Oh, yeah. You did you say Yeah, you did. That was canon that did really happen and then Ah. things got worse yeah harissa hello (laughs) harissa you are the first to gain your bearings i think that sphinx is jostling you a little bit in the snow and we see you kind of shift and sit up shake some snow off And as you start to look around to figure out where the fuck you are there's nothing snow in all directions the hole that you just saw june climb out of seems to have collapsed in you don't see evening's dawn it is too blindingly snowy to see what is very far off in the distance but before The mountains collapsed. You could see the shadows of mountains. You could see the walls of the cliffs in the distance. You can no longer see them. And I'm curious, how is Harissa feeling?
0: Confused. And in that kind of trying to shake herself out of this, like, what the fuck, turning around to count heads and then suddenly realizing there is no guard then panicked.
1: Could you please roll me a wisdom saving throw? 14. You hear in the back of your mind, this is hopeless, this is pointless. These idiots are going to get me killed. What's your passive perception? 16. You feel a tension in your neck that feels like something has gotten a hold of your brain stem and is squeezing
0: i think just she's going to rub her neck just out of like ah oh, what the fuck you know when you've got like a crick in your neck and you're just kind of rubbing and you're like <sighs> she has had a lot of these thoughts just you know without being um brainwashed over the last few weeks um <laughs> so this is just like a right. weeks <laughs> yeah there's yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> There's no
1: distinguishing fat, like feature to this, right? Like, this is just another one of those intrusive, somewhat selfish thoughts. June, you're uh, probably the furthest away from the rest of the group. And as you start to come to, you see faint blue pulses of light emanating from Isaac and Harissa and this... As if yet unnamed Agra soldier, you get roughly where they are, but you can't really see them through the driving snow. And I think you take a second to sort of glance around and you realize that you don't see guard. And you don't see guard's
5: bond. Guard. Guard. And she'll jump, like dive into the snow. And started frantically digging out the snow and yelling his name, guard, guard, guard. And like just trying to dig up as much where it collapsed in.
1: Give me a wisdom saving throw.
5: It's a 15.
1: In the back of your mind, you hear, he is dead. Leave him. And it's not your voice.
5: No, fucking leave him, that asshole. No. Do I, can I keep digging? Yeah, of course you can. Okay, cool. I'm just, I'm, I'm digging. I'm like a snow plow thing. <laughs> just tons and tons yeah. of snow spraying out.
1: Isaac, you are the last one to get your bearings. You have had what might be the worst two consecutive days of your life. Uh, that's debatable. Yeah, it is, actually.
0: (laughs) So I have had worse.
1: And you uh, are kind of roused by Prometheus, is kind of gently tugging uh, on your beard, just like trying to get your attention, chittering because you no longer have speak with animals up. And as you come to, you see Harissa scanning the horizon, June frantically throwing snow everywhere, And a very distinct absence of Jonathan.
3: Oh, you bitch. (laughs) Just the whole oak. All right, I sit up. Oh, really? Really, we're gonna play this game? All right, Prometheus, let go of my bed, please. Leaving. I know Porky said leaving, but like oh my goodness. As someone who's run away from a lot of his problems, this is kind of this is kind of low. Well now I can say whatever I want. Fuck you, Jonathan. And just to to this <laughs> uh, can level. I get
1: deck saving throws from
3: everyone? <laughs> sure, absolutely. DC 16. Uh plus three to Marissa, yeah.
0: Oh uh, oh, plus three? Okay, great. I had a 16 anyway, but okay, 19. 12.
3: That'll be a 20. Nice. No, no, you heard me.
1: (laughs) Uh, June, you go ass over end into the snow as the earth rattles once again. And Isaac, you have the vaguest sense of divinity slipping further
3: away. So you're just gonna leave all this behind, cause you're scared. That's okay. We'll make it better. We're gonna make it so much better without you. And you, you're not going to have a single thing to say when all of this is going to be even more fantastic and, and all the people are going to be more happy without you. And... Give me a wisdom save. That is a
1: 13. Maybe he's right. Running away is a good idea.
3: Sure as hell beats getting my ass kicked every, well, day it seems. Isaac would hear that, but with... Just this journey alone that he's had, as well as how furious he is. I think he just keep yelling. <laughs> the caves were awful. covered in worms. You need to get that checked out. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> you no, know no, 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 I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this today. And um, he's going <laughs> to summon CJ. <laughs> what does CJ look like in the snow rock, you know, with the pine trees? That is his fur, and it's like That's very there's a cool. cover of snow throughout that, and his oh. tusks are a lot longer, like a mammoth's. That's really cool. fucking he's cool. He's
0: like a Christmas tree pig. Mm-hmm. Christmas tree pig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> big hog father
3: energy. I'm yeah. Hundred percent. Oh, yes. My God. He's just he's 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 just a, a big boy right now. Like yeah. I love it. And he's like come on, and he gets on top of CJ, and whatever wherever he. Since if there's yeah. a direction without even saying anything he's just gonna start up CJ start up the truck <laughs> and, he's just, <laughs> and he's gonna start scooping people passing
1: Harissa dragging her onto the back of CJ what passing June, Isaac. what
5: the hell reaching no. out just grabbing no. her guard where's guard
3: when has God ever just left us behind and we cut guard you
1: sit up having fallen on your ass as the earth crumbled beneath you and you take a second to take stock and you glance up the hole is gone do you have dark vision i don't think so yeah neither did i which is why it's fucking weird that you can see there's no light here there's no here here You are looking off into an endless expanse of purple void. And the only thing that you can see of substance is a rope ladder that seems to go nowhere.
4: I look around. I see the ladder. I climb the ladder. How
1: long do you climb the ladder for before you start to give that a second thought?
4: Six hours.
0: <laughs> Fucking
5: Christ, my
0: dude. Yeah, I love that.
5: <laughs> After
1: about six hours, it occurs to you that there maybe is no longer a top to this ladder.
0: I climb down.
1: <laughs> another six hours.
0: <laughs> it does actually take you another six hours. <laughs> Not one of those magic ones where you, as soon as you turn around, you just back up.
3: With 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 half a day of climbing, I just want to know what what are the what's vibes? What's yeah? What's thought, going on? What's the thoughts going through Guard's head? I
4: think for most of the climb up, Guard is just thinking that this is the place, this is the way I need to go. Not much more. Every now and then, maybe the the myconid like chirps in his ear, and then I think as he climbs back down, he starts to question whether or not he made the right decision to fall down into the pit (laughs) and is trying to focus on that idea that there is a creature or something out here that is connected to paintings he's seen under Agravar that Big Paul mistook for him. And he's trying to focus on that idea and not worry too much about the fact that it seems like he's just in a purple haze dimension. Do me a favor and roll me a perception check with advantage.
3: Excellent band name,
1: by the way. Purple haze Mm -hmm. dimension. Yeah, that's really good. Oh,
0: that is good. Yeah, PhD. That's a natural (gasps) 20. Cool. We're starting a band. We're doing it. Also, that 20 is very good. Sorry, I got excited (laughs) about two things at once there. (laughs) (laughs) Hit song. D20.
1: Guard. Mm-hmm. With about a half hour left in your downward climb, you start to hear the sounds of movement, often a vaguely northerly direction. And that, that direction is kind of an assumption. There really isn't like a directionality to this space. But when you think about like, oh, which direction is that in? You can kind of make sense of it you get a sense that there is physicality to this place it's just a little abstract and you're reckoning with that as you hear the sounds of movement and jostling
4: in that direction i start swinging the rope ladder in the direction of the noise so that it's sort of penduluming me back and forth and then i release and try to fall in the direction of the noise
5: For 30 minutes. You... I forgot that I
4: was 30 minutes up. I'm guard. I apologize. (laughs) you You should probably die here, but the wild thing is you don't.
1: You soar through the air, practically weightless, falling imperceptibly over time. And after about 30 minutes of gliding through the air, you hear something beneath you, muffled, Almost a scream, and you just kind of keep going and as you continue to move forward. You hear it fading into the background.
4: Um, I'm gonna take out uh, a javelin and I'm gonna throw it as hard as I can in the in the opposite direction that I want to go nice. to see if I can like push myself backwards. Uh, go ahead and give me a uh, give me an attack roll. Reckless. A uh, thirteen.
1: You start hurtling backwards and towards the ground you crash into a small pond taking five points of bludgeoning damage from the fall and six points of acid damage from the pond and it splashes up over you thick and black and you hear from somewhere
4: under its surface (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh,
4: I reach around in the pond of acid for the thing making the noise. Uh, go ahead and give me an athletics check. It's a
1: 16. Yeah, that absolutely clears it. You wrap your hand around the, you, you feel some, like, clothing, some some kind of, like, reed material, and you, like, wrap your hand around it uh, and start to drag are you gonna to try to get out of this pond? I'm trying to pull the thing out before I'm trying to get out. Okay, you pull this creature out of the pond and it goes, Oh, Mr. God, what the hell are you doing here? It's Reevesy.
2: No!
3: <laughs> the God
4: himself. Reevesy. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here?
2: Uh, I had an assignment.
4: Do you need help?
2: Yes, I was very close <laughs> to being permanently eradicated from existence, I think. I'm not really sure how that works, Dead, death after death, but it wasn't a good situation.
4: Hang on, and I'm just going okay. to put, put him over my shoulders and start making my way out of the pond.
2: Appreciate this, God. You're a lifesaver.
4: Uh, okay, you're going to try to get
1: out of this pond. You get to the edge by the end of your turn. This is very much difficult terrain, uh, and it is, it is, it is pretty large. It's like, you know... You were kind of dead in the middle of it. It's probably about twelve feet across, give or take. Uh, so you get to kind of the edge, and you're 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 about to get out at the edge of, at the end of your turn there, uh, and it is going to take its turn. Card does a ten break your AC. Nope, didn't think so. All right, that's a little better. Does a twenty-three? Yes. Cool. Uh, you take six points of bludgeoning damage. Okay and 18 points of acid damage. A bit of this pond like surges up and
4: smacks you across the head. It's your turn again. I'm gonna take half my movement. I'm gonna slosh to the edge of it, chuck Reevesy over, Ah! start climbing my way out. Uh, You get out of
1: this pond. And you see it, like, surge up
4: and stare at you? Get behind me.
2: I'm pretty far behind you already.
4: And then I turn, take out my axe, and then I'm just going to take a swing at it. Fucking pond attacking me. Natural
3: 20, pond. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Do
4: the damage.
1: A I million.
3: I pond die. Because <laughs> I feel like it's that's about to happen.
4: 19 plus 10 is 29, 29. yep Th- so okay so 31 damage Jesus Jesus wow. uh
1: you cleave through this thing with your your axe and you see that the pawn <laughs> splits in two and then starts to slither away from you in flanking directions there are now two of them.
4: With my second attack, before one of them gets away, I'm gonna swing back around with my axe, using my momentum, and just try to come down on it. 22 to hit. 22 hits. That's really good. 18 plus four, 22 damage on the second hit. Uh, So, guard, what does it look like when you kill half of this pond? <laughs> I think seeing <laughs> that cutting it made it split. I bring the axe down and in the last moment I swing it. So instead of hitting it with the blade, I like slap it like it's a fly swatter with the the broad side of the axe. And it just Uh, Okay. Uh, The remnant half
1: is gonna try to overtake you. That's gonna hit five points of bludgeoning damage and 20 points of acid damage as this thing gets a blob of itself up over your face and starts to
4: corrode it away cool the the stonework starts to like fizz and like little air pockets start to appear underneath like uh, you know you, you ever you know how like when when stone gets eroded you, there's like little pock marks start to appear on it
2: oh look out god that stuff really hurts
4: i'm gonna take my axe and it's like I'm shaving as fast as I can. I'm going to drag the blade <laughs> yeah. of my axe down across my face <gasps> okay. trying to cut this fucking thing I'm off gonna my say, head. I'm going to say this That's thing has better. an incredibly
1: low AC, and I believe you're rolling recklessly. If you miss, you're going to hit
4: yourself. Well, let's hope I don't because I only have two hit points left. Oh, oh, Lord. oh boy. That's a 23? Yeah, you. yes. 16 damage. Oh, that was ended up being pretty good,
1: actually. That's not bad. That's not
4: bad. bad. You slice this thing off and kind of fling it away from you,
1: and it like splats back onto the ground, and you see Reevesy run up behind you.
2: I got a gun, don't worry.
1: And then he just like stabs it with the bee stinger on the end of his stick. And the thing like quivers, raises up a little bit, and then dies. (laughs) Thank you.
2: No, I mean really. Thank you. I was certainly doomed to die a death.
4: That's a lot of D words.
2: I'm practicing my alliteration. Mister Lapignon's really big on 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 literature. Oh, and rhyming. Big fan of the rhymes.
4: Huh, Reevesy? I don't understand where this is. I was walking into a tunnel. Where is this? And I'm just sort of swinging my axe around at all the. What? darkness and purple
2: um that's a really good question i'm really not entirely sure of the particulars uh i do i do know that um we are supposed to be in the afterlife of the eastern wields but it seems kind of empty 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 empty
4: there's a rope ladder i found well, that's great. Did it get you? Did, did it go anywhere? Can we
2: use it to get out of here?
4: Maybe if you climb it for more than six hours.
2: Oh, that's a lot of climbing. All right, that sounds like a solid plan B. What's plan A? Well, there's all these tunnels. That's actually what I was sent to investigate. You see, in, uh, over at the bathhouse, the Miconids have been getting out using these blood vine tunnels, and, uh, Mr. Lapayard can't leave because that would uh, fuck with the cycle of reincarnation, so he sent me to go investigate one of them, and it brought me here, but there's, like, a billion others, and by a billion, I mean 534, but I felt like it, expressing hyperbole in that moment. That's another thing I'm working on. And you don't know
4: which <laughs> one to go down.
2: One of them. Maybe not the one I used to come here.
4: Did you happen to see a creature down here that was made of glass or crystal or maybe had a big face like an owl?
2: Well, I didn't see no owl faces, but I did see a big glass monstrosity tinkering about. It was off in the distance, I I think. I'm not really sure how space works here. Could you point
4: me in the direction that it went, please? Uh, he points in a
1: direction, and you perceive him as having six arms pointing off in six different directions. Oh,
2: my God. What? I see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this place is a little strange.
4: You said it's full of tunnels. Do the Mykonids know how to traverse the tunnels?
2: Well, they seem to is the thing. They've been using it to get out of the afterlife near the bathhouse.
4: One second. I reached out into the jar. I unscrew it with the baby mic it. Hello.
2: Hey, how you doing boss? I'm good. Glad to hear it.
4: Do you know how to traverse these tunnels? And I hold the jar up and I swing it around.
2: Tunnels, huh? Tunnels. Now, now for nothing, I'm no expert in tunnelage. But I think you just walk. I could be wrong. Want we'll to make that abundantly clear?
4: I think for the time being, it's best you join the party. And I'm going to pull him out of the jar and put him on my shoulder. You still have that crystal worm hunk. Oh yeah, here, look at this for a second. No, wait, 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 no, I don't, I don't, I feels weird, I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta ask if he wants it first. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just pick him up and put him on my shoulder. Okay. Listen, we have to be quiet for a second. Reevesy, go, go, quickly, walk that way. All right. Until I say stop. Stop. Okay, we're gonna try to find our way out of here. But, you have a mission. Aye, aye, boss. What's the mission? You have to steal something from Reevesy before we leave him. Oh, that jabroni? That'll be easy. What you want me to take? I want you to follow your heart. Well, I don't got one of them, but I think you mean metaphorically, so no problem, boss. Whatever you want to take from him. Just don't get caught. No problem. Also, do you want to be, like, eight times as big? Is that not an eventuality regardless? If you wanted to speed it up, we could... Do that.
2: Yeah, hey, why the hell not?
4: Look at this. And I'm gonna pull out a chunk of the crystal shard. He instantly shoots up. Go get the myconid scout stat block and put that into your fucking
1: followers.
4: Miconid Scout. Sprout. Myconid Sprout. So yeah, he I guess grows to be like he's like toadstool size. So he grows yeah. to be like a foot and a half tall. Yeah. Grows a big gross porous head all right this is um that was abrupt there's a weird bit of crystal you got going on there but uh
1: hey seem to do the job look at these guns look at him
4: <laughs> i'm glad you're with me bartleby reevesy return and i like now i look to my right and i see bartleby i look to my left i see reevesy and i think to myself be like isaac Guys, we have to go this way. And I start trying to walk the way that I think Isaac would walk when he's, like, in leader mode.
3: And just like Isaac, I feel as though guard has no idea what he's doing.
5: No idea what he's doing. Also, only has two hit
4: points.
1: (laughs) God (laughs) almighty. Jesus, creasus. Isaac, you have Harissa uh, behind you on CJ. What did you do with that? Uh, agra soldier by the way did you just leave him in the snow
3: He's i got this adventurous like all right we're gonna go get this god and yeah we're about to go save the world and he's like ah shit hold on and he puts his hand on the back of cj like he's about to do a k turn oh
2: yeah <laughs> <And he backs laughs> like... <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> turn cj yeah and, he's, and he'll try and see if he finds the soldier
2: uh yeah i think
1: you do i think you do i think you've told him to get lost and he's just kind of standing there in the snow oh uh God. old and terrified listen old man mr Trevor, i'm i'm on i'm gonna be honest with you sir i don't know where the hell i could possibly go it looks like even at dawn isn't even where we left it
3: listen here you see this this is prometheus
1: uh, hello prometheus
3: Prometheus survived in this snow all by his lonesome.
1: Well, he he does he does have a, a, a matte fur to keep him a little warmer, but
3: I take your point. Are a grown ass man. And then some, unfortunately. And then some, unfortunately. Now I need you to take all of what's left of your soon-to-be-dying age and get it together.
1: <laughs> he snaps into a salute. <laughs> Isaac, I think. Now
3: you're gonna hop on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're gonna hop on this boy. We're gonna go find our friend, as well as possibly a god who's running away from, you know, the end of the world. Uh huh. And we're gonna figure all this out. Or you can die in this snow.
1: Symbol And he gets on the. <laughs> On the back of CJ.
0: I think um Harissa is going to jump down and back onto Sphinx just yeah, to make yeah, room yeah. for yeah, for yeah, 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 the old yeah. guy because everybody's just got five people on
1: CJ. And so. all of you <laughs> trudge up the edge of what is a, a little bit of a lip, right? There's still a little bit of an incline. You reach the edge of a massive chasm. In the center of that chasm, the peaks of the spine of the eastern hills are just
3: visible, hundreds of feet down. And I think on the way down, Isaac is downloading all of the information about Jonathan that Borky gave to him since now Jonathan is no longer here.
1: Uh, Harissa and June, you become privy to the fact that rumor had been circulating that Jonathan was going to abandon his position, the god known as the Anchor, was retreating. And as Isaac is telling you this, and telling you that Porky was very insistent about not mentioning it until it became a real problem, you are slowly making your way down. A series of hairpin turns this switchback that is winding its way down into this chasm. And every now and then, the earth shakes a little, rocks tumble into this pit. And you all are acutely aware of the fact that if anyone puts a foot down wrong, it is certain death.
5: Anchor to what? Jonathan's the anchor to what?
3: Anchor to the world. It's kind of like if someone, I don't know, if someone made a really stupid idea of a god, or you know, an entity that was actually holding the entire planet to keep it from falling into the abyss. Maybe it's something like that. But that would be a stupid, stupid idea or concept. Nobody would believe anything like that.
1: Harissa, go ahead and roll me uh, one of those survival checks at advantage, if you please. <coughs> That's
0: better. A 23.
1: On a 23, you do know something. Jonathan was the patron deity of your grandmother's home tribe of Tinin. He is a god of stability, persistence, order. Not like this.
0: Did she mention like any of the kind of like the religious sort of like acts they did with and for him? You tell me.
1: Uh, we haven't we haven't colored that in, so uh, I think I think on a twenty three, yes, right, like that's totally I mean, uh, viable. But we haven't designed that, so you could tell me what that looks like.
0: Well, I remember that the holy focus was a scarf with bells on. Maybe something with bells.
1: I think that that makes a tremendous amount of sense. I think that there probably were almost like prayer bells that were set up because. Jonathan is massive, right? Jonathan is the largest entity that you all have engaged with by some fucking measure. And so there was probably an element of like, for want of a very clear place to speak to the god face to face, Mm -hmm. you, the Tanine would put bells in the watchtowers, great gongs of these bells that would be rung in a pattern kind of almost used like prayer wheels right it was to ring the bell was to offer a prayer to jonathan that he might hear it harissa as you're talking about this and thinking about this you can't be sure if it is your mind and your memory playing tricks on you in this space or if it is a genuine thing that you perceive Damned if you don't feel like you hear a bell coming from a cave opening that your eyes dial in on.
0: Wait, sh- can anyone else hear that from down there? And she's going to point at the cave opening. Sphinx, go, go and check it out for me. She's going to jump down off of Sphinx so he can go take a look. See, Aye, aye, Captain.
3: Be careful out there. You're the only god we can trust in these terrible times. <laughs>
0: oh, he caught me a god, and he's going to fall down. Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>!
1: <laughs> Sphinx lands at the mouth of this cave. And it's a it's a weird sort of cavern. The exterior is all this like gray, snow and ice-capped rock. But the interior is not a stone cavern. The interior is pale, white, smooth, and hollow.
0: Uh, Sphinx is going to. Hello! 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 Down into the tunnel.
1: And as Sphinx shouts, he hears back.
0: Leave this place! Oh, that's not very nice! Um.
1: And I need him to make me a wisdom saving throw. Uh,
0: Well, he got a nat one, Uh, so...
1: Sphinx is now frightened.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like the shock of it, he just kind of, like a scared dog, kind of just like curls up like, oh God. And just kind of shakes there a little bit at the entrance. Oh my God. uh, Y'all, we got to get over there. You hear that? I heard it.
1: Uh, actually, you two did hear it, so I need wisdom saves from you as well. Oh my
0: God. So close to a nat twenty, but Did I got get? a two.
1: <laughs> What's the total?
0: A five.
1: Harissa's frightened.
0: Yeah, but if I'm not
5: rolling it at disadvantage, I was a twenty-two.
1: Twenty-two. Okay, June. I mean, it's weird, right? But like, disembodied voices are not new.
0: Let's go get him. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, I, I don't want to. Go anywhere
5: A it. No, the Saphra? That's, that's Sphinx in there. Come on. Let, Isaac, get this hmm? Get this super awesome boar moving. Let's go.
0: Oh, come on, CJ. Let's go.
1: Uh, Harissa, as part of the frightened condition, you cannot willingly move closer to the source of your fear.
0: I think she's just planted in the snow. Like, where she was standing, she's not. She's just frozen.
1: What is she feeling in this moment? that she feels is so insurmountable that her legs won't move.
0: The memories of all the pressure and weight that was put on her as a, as a young girl and the kind of the training that was like pummeled into her almost literally sometimes. Suddenly the weight of the world is literally on her shoulders again. And I feel like that is paralyzing her in this moment. She's like, she feels back in that nothing I do is good enough mindset. I'm going to lead these people who I love to disaster. This, whatever this is, is the man who needs the water in this moment.
1: Isaac, you get a couple yards down this switchback and realize that Harissa's not pulling it together in the way that you would expect her to.
3: I think at that point, Isaac is... Coming down from his high of anger with Jonathan, because that's literally all that's pushing him. He's been exhausted for days. And the yeah. only thing is just, I hate this individual so much <laughs> that in spite of that, I'm going to continue. And, rage. <laughs> and he stops and he turns around and he notices that his his right hand woman is not next to him. It's a different type of loneliness that he didn't realize he could feel anymore since uh his best friend passed away. And so he he's said, like, "Oh, I I I I I'll I'll catch up. I'm going to go check on the captain." Hey, hey, uh uh, uh captain, did you, you do uh, move? Oh man. You you doing alright? I, 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 hey, hey. Um, oh, I'm terrible at this. Let's just do some, uh, b- um, June, June, June. Think like June. Breathe. Breathe.
4: <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. Okay. Um,
3: uh, okay. Words, words, words to say to encourage. All right. Um, if you don't want to go down there,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you don't have to, but okay, I, <laughs> being me um, which is very selfish, would prefer if you were down there because you keep us alive. (laughs) Somewhere June is just face
5: palming. (laughs) He's trying, he's trying, he's trying. Uh,
0: But uh, I can't not this time, it's not going to work this time. I, um, this is hey, too much.
3: Hey, it's all according to plan. <laughs> and you see this big ass smile, just. I don't know what I'm doing, but.
0: But. Uh, nothing ever goes according to plan, Isaac. How? We can only be lucky so many times. This. I. I am thankful I can't remember much of the desert, honestly. I don't know how I can keep I'm not going to be enough For who? Anybody For you, June God, I mean where is God? I've already let him down
3: I don't think that you needing to be enough for anyone is your job in this situation. We just want you to be you. I can't put an amount to who you are, Captain. I I just know that whenever I need someone dependable, you got my back. I'm always making sure that it's you behind me. And trust and believe, I know that I'm not the leader that anyone deserves or expects but the fact that you all still are going through this journey with me is is more than enough and if somebody or something says otherwise then they can go piss off as far as jonathan has bastard asshole that's why we're here we gotta get we gotta get the, and he just loses the whole conversation <laughs> gets back into
0: <laughs> um Somehow, like in in Safra's head, as Isaac is speaking, whenever he gives a speech, he has this way of hitting these weird little kind of like places in Safra that it's kind of a a despite everything, despite all the flaws, he is still someone that she looks up to. and And she still wants to follow him wherever he goes. And he makes a good point. He's like, she does want to have his back she she will always want to be there despite his flaws and that tweaks a little thing in her brain of people are still worthy despite their flaws even in spite of their flaws
1: and the fear fades And we see the four of you make your way down to this cave entrance. And I want to give Harissa a moment to comfort Spinks if she would like one.
0: Yes, uh, I've been too mean to Spinks lately. Poor little bugger. Oh, and then he feels Safra's hand on his head and she kind of pulls it down along his like neck and his back in a long slow sort of stroke it's all right i'm here with you and you're here with me we have each other yes yes i'm ready (laughs) and he like wipes away a little tear he's like she touched me (laughs)
2: There. Oh, okay, good. Mr. Lapignon asked me to read something he called a mid-roll. I'm not entirely sure why this particular role is below average, but I'll try to do my best anyway. Here goes. If you're caught up on all a rally, apparently there's a bunch more stories over on Patreon.com slash Unbalanced Encounters. It says here that a bunch of guests have been on shows like Blight at the Museum the odyssey and more so if you crave a more unbalanced encounters that sounds like a good place to go and you could also go join a discord which i suppose is some kind of cult according to this they meet every other week to listen to new episodes together So if that's one of your proclivities, go to discord.gg slash Unbalanced Encounters. Also, apparently Unbalanced Encounters has gotten its first ever sponsor and the whole crew is real jazzed about it. It says here to say, this episode brought to you by Magpie Games and hit play. Play? Oh, right. Got it. Do you like
1: pirates? Leviathans? Our three Corsairs care for a baby epic, The Odyssey? If you answered I to any of these questions, then you need to play the game we played and loved Rapscallion. Rapscallion is a strange pirate fantasy tabletop RPG powered by the apocalypse and built for telling thrilling tales of swashbuckling fantasy on the great sea. Alongside your found family crew, you'll fight the law, witness the weird, and join the free. For our bonus arc, we had to parlay with Whistler, Rapscallion's artist, writer, and designer, to horn a preview. But you, you lucky dog, can get your hands on Rapscallion much sooner. Shove off to magpiegamescom oddercy to join the Backer Kit campaign and get your copy.
2: boy pirates i love a good pirate story i can't wait to hear all the ones you guys tell with this rapscallion thing and i know it would mean a lot to the cast if you showed your support by going to that link oh what was it uh, oh yeah com slash odyssey anyway i thought this role went pretty well after all thanks for being such a great audience and i'll see you in the episode
4: and we're gonna cut back to guard
2: So, (laughs) Reevesy,
4: who exactly were you here to get?
2: Oh, I I wasn't here to get anyone in particulars. I was just here to to figure out what's going on with these blood vine tunnels.
4: Oh, right. Any ideas, Bartleby?
2: I mean, I, I, I
1: have ideas about turtles. If you want to know about turtles, I don't really have any ideas about our current predicament. What about blood vines? Oh, yeah, the blood vines. Yeah, we be using them... And he kind of like his eyes, his like non-existent eyes, kind of like you get that. How, how do I want to put this? He doesn't have eyes. The mycanids are just holes for all orifices. But you get the sense that his eyes sort of roll back into his head as he has a little bit of a hive mind moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> he goes, we use them to get in and out at the Afterlife. They provided by the, the Blurvind Golem, I think. I ain't never seen one. But the
2: others, Maybe.
4: What's a vine golem? Uh, I think it's a big dude made of vine. B-
1: big like me. Sometime, they can kind of change shape. Hmm.
4: I think. <laughs> I think if we're just walking forward, it's gonna be a while before a guard <laughs> decides that that's not what we should do. I mean, there are openings to these tunnels. They don't
1: seem to be anchored into anything. They're just kind of holes in this purple nether that you're moving through. Uh, But they're present, and you could pick one and take
4: one. This is a weird place. You got that right. And Bartleby, you said the way you follow the vines is you kind of just pick a direction and you go, right?
2: Well, the tunnels, they only really seem
4: to have the one-ins and the one-outs. So maybe... We just pick a tunnel and go. That feels reasonable to me. You want us to uh have like a mud wrestling competition to pick or what's the situation? No, I'll pick that one and Gar just arbitrarily points at one and without hesitation starts walking towards it. Cool. You make it there very, very quickly.
1: Uh as a matter of fact, maybe a little too quickly. And I need go go ahead and roll me this is honestly still lock check that's a five okay uh that is
4: that is very good it's a lucky, lucky five. number five yep. Yep. <laughs> the luckiest number everybody knows it.
0: did you know number five is actually my lucky number
4: it was my favorite number for a long time oh really it no longer is
0: why not what's your favorite number now
4: because i've matured past having favorite <laughs> numbers because i'm not seven emily 'Cause right. I'm an adult and numbers don't have wow. meaning. Okay?
0: Well, speak to numerologists and they'll tell you different.
3: What about What about binary?
4: I don't have that much money, so I'll I might have to rent binary. Okay. Okay, I'm just going to sh- I'm just going to
3: shut the fuck up. That was yeah. a pretty
4: bad, <laughs> but that was a pretty good bad joke, I think. I think. That
3: was, that was terrible. Binary,
4: red binary, come I, on. I hurt now. <laughs> come on. I'm in pain.
3: Come like, on. Physical. Card
1: The three of you wander down this telescoping blood vine tunnel. And it imparts a vague sense of familiarity after a while. I would like you to please roll me a history check. That's a 10, which is pretty good for me. On a 10, you don't get this particular memory very Clearly, but you get a vague sensory association. These blood vines—they—they they feel like something that you remember, and you try to think about, like, well, you know, we've got the blood tree. We've been dealing with that for a little while. It's certainly something that has come up with like Sligo, and it's been kind of a, a running motif of these last, you know, this last eight months or so. But it's it's earlier than that. And it only really clicks as you begin to perceive a little bit of light at the end of this tunnel. The palace in Altair. Mm. You can't quite put your finger on why, but the thought is interrupted, and you lose it as you see Torchlight clearly from the end of this tunnel.
4: Something up ahead.
2: It looks like Torchlight...
4: Let's be quiet. Got it, boss. And Bartleby. Good luck on your mission. And I try to wink even though I don't have a face. Um, And I'm going to very carefully take out my axe, trying to be as quiet as possible, get low, and start slow walking towards the torchlight. As you get closer, you realize that there uh, are bars over the end of this portal. There's like a great, Can I see through the bars? Like, do I see any people or any room or anything? No, you see kind of an
1: intricate mosaic immediately in front of you. It's kind of far away, too. It's like uh, maybe 10, 12 feet ahead of this portal.
4: Okay. As quietly as possible. I look in one direction. I look in the other direction. I lean back, and I kick the grate as hard as I can to smash it out of place. Uh, Give me an athletic check. Oh, that was almost so good. Uh, Eleven? Okay.
1: Uh, On an eleven, you kick it forward, and it easily (laughs) clatters off its hinges, and then falls back directly into your path again. As it tries to fall back, I'm trying to catch it. Yeah, you catch it, and you push it back. What's weird is that you would expect to be needing to hold it up sort of perpendicular to your body, right? Like, you'd expect it to fall for you, down it's falling back towards you so you're doing just like a, a full chest press with this thing can i knock it off at a
4: place or is it like
1: yeah you on give the it hing? a shove you give it a shove you give it a shove you've already kicked the hinge off so you give it a shove uh and it kind of clatters above this portal and comes to a rest all right i, I, I don't move for a second
4: any new noise or anything though uh go ahead and give me a stealth check with disadvantage with, a, with disadvantage, that's a 22 on my Jesus stealth Jesus Christ! Yeah, you're fine. Nobody notices this. Gung! Shh! And then I do like a little wave with my hand and I hop out of the tunnel. When you, when you hop out of the tunnel, you realize uh, as soon as your body is outside of the
1: tunnel that you are like fully perpendicular to gravity. Uh, this is a hole in the floor. Do I... So vroom. you like
4: hang on to the edge. But do I like... <laughs> Readjusted in the new gravity, or am I like as you're coming doing through. sideways gravity in a regular gravity world? You re- you readjust
1: as soon as you come through. So as soon as you come through this hole in the ground, you're like hanging on to the ledge of this thing. Okay, I'll pull myself up. You find yourself in a dark room, meticulously decorated with mosaics and tiles, poorly lit and containing quite a large number of crates. And you hear some commotion coming from
4: down the hall that leads away from this room. I gesture for my noop adventuring party to come through with me.
1: You, I, I am going to ask you to pick one of the two of them to come through first. Bartleby. As soon as Bartleby gets up, I need you and Bartleby to make me dexterity saving throws.
4: Um, I got an eight, and uh, Bartleby got a 10. God, you have
1: so little HP. This was not gonna be a ton. We'll see what, we'll see. If I, if it's a D4, if I roll a three or higher, you're unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one.
2: Woo! You
1: and Bartleby you both one take hit. one point of fire damage.
5: You
2: as hit. you oh my God. see
1: an explosion. Oh, yeah. Barreling toward you, and you just grab Bartleby and trust fall back into the pit. Uh, and you are jettisoned back out into the nether space.
4: Maybe we try a different tunnel.
2: Oh.
4: That was a good A for effort. <laughs> a for effort, everyone.
2: Where the hell was that place?
4: I don't know. It looked similar to the tunnels under Agravar.
2: Huh. Okay, we'll try another one then. That sounds good.
4: Come on, Reevesy.
1: You all see the mouth of this tunnel. You hear movement from deep inside. What do you do?
0: Fucking draw my bow, boys.
1: You can't really see the bottom. Oh, God. Oh, shit.
0: Is the drop straight down like a well? Or is it like a slide? Uh, it's not
1: perfectly straight.
0: It's definitely not like a
1: slide. It's kind of got this jauntiness to it. Weird angles.
5: What if we tie the rope to mm-hmm. one of our bows and shoot it down there and hook it up to something up here? Sure. Like a
0: grapply type. Yeah, line. like a grapply
5: typey sure. thing.
1: This is the closest <laughs> our campaign has ever gotten to. There's a locked door in front of you. What you do?
0: <laughs> You're the one who's like, don't just jump down. You can't see. The <laughs> we were going to take the easy way, and you were like, no, Patrick, no, no, no.
3: no. Don't do that. I'm not climbing down without some type of support. Because sure, yes, I'm okay. at disadvantage. That's that's fine, <laughs>
0: but
1: like rope exists. You all I, have I rope. Said I had oh, rope. I thought
3: I left mine at the uh, thing.
1: All right, well, Isaac, baby, doesn't have a rope.
0: That's yeah. fine.
3: Y'all, we have a giant boar behind us. Let me just
0: wrap it to CJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. Done. Uh, yeah, uh, Harissa will shoot the rope down as far as it will go with her longbow and then tie to CJ the other end.
1: Can I get uh, marching order, climbing order,
5: please?
0: I'm happy to go first.
5: I Lead the you. way, Captain.
0: I'll abseil down. It's fine.
5: Abseil? Belay. Belay.
0: Do you know what no, absailing abseiling is? I
1: guess belaying is kind of what you're doing. Yeah. No, I don't know what abseiling is. Abseiling is. is when I speak you're in, English.
0: It's, it's a rock climbing thing. You kind of like kick off. You know, like you go woo, 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 down.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm looking this up.
3: So climbing,
1: <laughs> repelling, repelling,
0: Repel. repelling. Oh, belay.
1: Yeah, repelling. Belay. Or belaying. Oh, that's so. That's so interesting. It's called uh, repelling in the known universe, except England and Germany, where it's called abseiling. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Today I learned. And today you all learned as well. You're welcome, listeners. I learned nothing. I've (laughs) not take none of that in.
3: None of it is being absorbed. That is is staying out of the box. You all
1: begin uh, to climb down.
5: Before we go down, can CJ bring us back up if we hold on to the rope?
3: If he walks away from us and the rope is on him, it's like a um, bully. Yeah.
5: Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Can he like... You guys back can it work up, up a
3: pulley, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, Like, can we can back, do like can a couple. Back cup, it up? Couple tugs? He backs it up all the time <laughs> in camp. You don't see him? <laughs> okay, all
0: right, okay. <laughs> we're moving on. Can I just say, I will have the old man with CJ. I will have okay. him. You're there gonna with leave him. You're yes. gonna leave the, the soldier
3: for Hey, oh, uh, anyway. soldier, what's your name?
0: <laughs> I have this. Give me a second. Oh, yeah, we just oh, calling okay. him old man this whole time. Hey, my,
1: name's, uh, my name's my name's p- 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 Private Grum. Private Private Greenwald Grum. Uh, thank you very much, Silent Bard, for that
3: name. Thank Silent you. Bard, thank hey. you. Thank you. Uh, Feels
1: like a, a little bit of a late tower to be asking that, but
3: uh, you're, you're listen, boss I here. Listen, so. I saved you from a demon yeah, and then yeah, saved yeah, you yeah. from the abyss known as the <laughs> snow outside. Uh, uh, I get yeah, uh, a little bit of leeway time. 100%. My, my captain is more important to me mm, than you, and so I went to help them mm-hmm, first. Chain of command. No, I just genuinely like, her better than you, in all ways, shapes, and forms. All
1: right, well, I'm going to sit with that mm-hmm. just as a person then, I guess, and not as After a soldier. The, you
3: see this boar? I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Make sure that this boar survives, even over your own life.
1: I I, I reckon that if that boar died, it would be my life, so understood. Fantastic. I'm glad you're with us, and you repel, down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you begin to repel down, and about hundred feet down this tunnel, you see a hole in this white surface. And now that you're sort of in it, right, now that you're rappelling down it, you see that it's pockmarked slightly. And occasionally there are stretches of the material that this ma- that this wall is made out of, kind of spanning the gap, almost creating a lattice effect in places. Harissa's the first to rappel down to, again, about this hundred foot mark. And Harissa, you see that there's almost a um, hollow. The word that comes to mind is, is ulcer, which is kind of disquieting. Ew. Blood vines leading away from this tunnel and down.
0: I'll wait for Isaac and June to join me in that space.
3: These again? Oh.
0: All right. Decision time. Terrible, hideous, way of death or the other way of death I
3: mean there was there was one of those vine monstrosities that we saw at the ball here in the snow Soap. maybe this has something to do with maybe I'm being a little hard on Jonathan and possibly the, no Jonathan's an asshole
0: <laughs> what and also like what is happening you keep on swearing at Jonathan and things get worse maybe we should stop swearing at Jonathan huh? okay maybe okay. he's a sensitive soul maybe he just needs some
3: possibly you know maybe using incredible. positive reinforcement is that what you're saying yeah Should yeah we be yeah, nice
1: right. uh harissa mm-hmm. in your head specifically you hear get
0: out she's gonna with her internal monologue is that you jonathan get out I'll take that as a yes.
3: Okay. Good job, Jonathan. <laughs> Running from your pro I I don't know if I can I don't know if this is this isn't feeling she, right, y'all.
0: She's gonna keep thinking, um. We are here to help. We have helped Sligo. We have helped Gambald. Let us help you.
1: You have no idea. You mortals have taken. Get out.
0: We have taken nothing. We are here mm. to make sure no one takes <clears throat> anything else.
1: <clears throat> and the rope starts to sway.
0: Uh oh.
1: As the
3: shaft that you're in starts to tremble.
0: What? what Devion's Deveon? doing shh, shh, shh. She's going to pat the wall. Like, shh.
3: Jonathan, your earthquakes of trembles, I'm assuming that is fear. Wonderful work. You're doing great. Is that, is that better? Am I doing the thing right? <laughs> We're all going to die, aren't we?
0: He was saying that some people stole something or people are taking things from him. We have to. I think the blood vines is the way to go. Maybe they are stealing things like those Mike needs keep stealing things. They're definitely doing something to piss Jonathan off. So I think we should find out.
1: So we're taking the blood vine. Squelch,
0: squelch, squelch.
1: You know, know we always gonna take the blood vine. We (laughs) always gonna. The blood vine tunnel, unlike the tunnel that you just came from, is a sheer drop.
0: All right, I'm going to move the rope from our initial path. I'm just going to fling the rest of it down. With that, we are going to jump back. Uh, Guard,
1: you are just picking another one of these tunnels at random? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me another lock check, please. That is a 16. Guard, you find another one of these tunnels literally just by, like, turning left, and then it's just, like, in front of you. hmm If you turn back around, it's, like, not in your periphery. It's not actually, but, like, then you turn, and it, you get it. You start heading down. And it doesn't take you actually all that long to see daylight coming from the far end. And as you approach you see a somewhat familiar motif, an eagle holding fast to grapevines, Mm -hmm. cast in bronze and sort of mounted into the far wall. The last time you would have seen that symbol would have been
4: the glimpses of the palace when you were being crated. I turned to Reevesy and I turned to Bartleby this path might be more dangerous than the one with the fire. I don't know if this is going to lead to the glass creature. Room my perception check. To 21. You hear a very distant
1: <laughs> explosion. And you hear a much closer man.
2: What in the fuck? <sighs>
1: None of these idiots can do anything correctly. And a man that you know to be High Scepter walks past the portal, and you hear a door open and boom,
4: slam. Reevesy, do you have any way to heal me?
2: Remind me how it works with guardians. Do potions of greater healing work on them?
4: I don't know. I've never had one before.
2: Might as well give it a go.
1: Uh, Reevesy hands you a
4: greater uh, a potion of greater healing. I pour uh, it over my head.
1: Go ahead and heal four d four plus four HP. It like trickles through the
4: filigree and absorbs. That's not bad. That's uh, ten plus what? What's it? Plus four? Plus four. Right. Yeah. I have fourteen. No, I have fifteen hit points. Yay. Nice. So that was the fucking high scepter. When that clicks in in guard's brain. Because you, you've seen this guy, right? Yeah. Like he presented you to the Empressar. Reevesy. Yeah. Bartleby. Wait. You do not have to follow me if you don't want to. But my goal, my mission, that which drives me and gives me power based on the promise I made to Demoiselle stands beyond that portal. I have to go. But if you don't want to, I understand. That was the High Scepter. The High Scepter works for the Empresar. The Empresar is beyond that portal. I have to kill the Empresar. I'm going. Eyes open. And then I jump through the portal. You walk into High Scepter's office. This is a room you are familiar with. I point at a shelf that looks like it's covered with like uh, uh, I don't know. It's like the it's like his trophy shelf. It's like super yeah. prized possessions. Absolutely, lots of, awards, lots of awards. of self indulgent
5: bullshit. High Scepter of the Month Award. Bartleby, right.
4: grab something that you like. <laughs> On it, boss.
1: Uh, that's a nat 20 on a fucking oh, slide. He's man. gonna steal
4: something amazing for the <laughs> Mykonids, I hope.
1: Uh, guard, Bartleby grabs a, a, a rod, a scepter off of the high shelf mm-hmm. uh, huh. and huh. pockets it and you immediately, on, on this nat 20 slide of hand, you immediately clock that it is identical uh, to the one that the man in the desert used to exert control over you.
4: Um, I'm gonna look on the table. Is there something that looks like a, like a schedule, or like a like a like a calendar or something?
1: Give me an investigation check.
4: That's a twelve.
1: Okay. Uh. Yeah. On a twelve. Uh, there's a, there are a couple of things. Um, he does have a, a diary that you can steal a glance at, which I'll give you basically kind of one question against. Uh, there is a letter uh, that you can steal a, uh, a glance at as well. If the if it does not mention the Empressar, I don't care. Okay, the letter doesn't mention the Empressar. Uh, the diary uh, does mention that High Scepter has a meeting with the Empressar tomorrow. Okay. I run to the window. Where am I? You are in Altair. It is a city that you are not terribly familiar with. And in this moment, it is a little less familiar for the plume of smoke emanating from the museum district
4: of mm-hmm. the city. Odd. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, How nice and big is the desk? Oh, it's Massive!
1: It's massive, and it's made of elderwood, which you're familiar enough with to know on sight.
4: Is there like a balcony or like a big window, or is it more like an archery yeah. slit? It's a, it's a, there's, it's a huge, huge, huge window. Perfect. I'm gonna pick up the desk and throw it out the window.
0: <laughs> I was waiting for it. Please, put in the diary before you do. Like, PM, get fucked. And then... give me
4: an athletics check. Twenty-two.
1: people screaming in the street added chaos to an already chaotic moment in the capital city of the empire
4: do i recognize any of the architecture of the castle like if i look out the window that i just smashed do i recognize oh that's where the church would be that's where the armory would be or do i have no no recollection of that you could give me another history check i am utterly confident that's the throne room as I roll a natural one minus one for a zero
2: (laughs) yeah you
4: you look down at
1: what we the audience very clearly see as like just like a gatekeeper's house right like just a little like tiny apartment attached to the gate of this very central building you're like that's it there's a bed in there
4: that's that's where they live and then I'm going to pick up Reevesy pick up Bartleby, and then with the, my boots, I'm going to start climbing down the outside of the tower to that building. You put one
1: foot over the threshold and die. As a ninth level disintegrate tears you apart atom by atom. I have an extraordinarily important question for you, Cinder. hmm What does Guard look like without his body?
4: I think that without his body, Guard looks a bit like the smoke spirit, except there is no mask, and he's not dark in coloration. It's almost like heat waves coming up off the road it's sort of like a translucent smoke that's sort of like made of ripple and it's not big either it's like the size of like a volleyball with these little pillars of ripple kind of emanating above and below
1: you feel yourself discorporate in this moment and then everything is sunshine and lilies and the sound of a gently babbling brook god god is that you hello demoiselle larger than life in her sleek Slightly hunched, black robes. Oh, dear. What happened to your bodyguard?
4: I was on my way to help bringing you the justice I promised you. I see. Something discorporated me.
1: And she reaches a feathered hand out and plucks at the space where a bond should tie you to your body. And there's nothing there. Well, that does complicate things quite a bit. I appreciate your sacrifice, guard. And I intend to make good on my promise to return you as many times as it takes to finish this. But you have no body for me to send you back into. Perhaps something could be done about this. Genbald, darling. God?
4: What in the hell has happened to your body, man? I was discorporated. Oh, my. What was that like? That sounds like a fascinating experience. Was it painful? Not really, no.
1: Wonderful. I'll have to make sure to write that down Oh, you wanted to know how to send him back. Yes, 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 yes. Um, You know what? I don't know. I suppose we could just sim- simply send him back like this? Would that be
4: uh, amenable to you, God? Or were you looking for a, a bit of a more
1: heavy-hitting model, so to speak?
4: Will I be able to carry the axe?
1: Oh. What a good question. That axe was magical, yes? Yes, it was darling. Good, okay. Disintegrate won't... Disintegrate the axe. That's good. That's good. You've got to make sure you read the bylaws of these things. Very tricky language in some of them.
4: Also, Reevesy is back there, as well as a Mykonid named Bartleby, which, by the way, Mykonids have names? How odd. I think that you should reevaluate your relationship with the Mykonids. Anyway, they're both back there with the axe, so if they're still alive, they might need my help. And also, the Emperor's there. I don't think you're going to be carrying your axe for a little bit, guard. You're going to need to find
1: a suitable vessel. Some magic armor or structure that can bear out your form. You're going to want to find something pretty well done up in filigree, if
4: you catch my drift. What happens if it's not done up enough in filigree?
1: Well, there are better and worse corporeal forms for you to take i would whatever form you figure out how to manifest into will have its limitations i'm sure i think i can handle that in the interim i i don't know if it would be the wisest to send you back into whatever sitch you were in that you know kind of led to your ultimate demise are are you sure you wouldn't like to corporealize somewhere
2: a little bit more safe
4: Reevesy and Bartleby are back there.
2: Hmm.
4: Would you be able to get them out? There's not much that we can do from here. We can send you back, and that's fortuitous.
1: I can send word to Matron. See if she'll do me this favor.
4: If they can be brought back safely, I'll go wherever I need to. Also... Maybe not a big deal, but the axe that you infused with your magic powers probably in the hands of the Empressar now. She shoots a look over to Ganbald, and Ganbald gives her a, a little bit of a nod.
1: We'll see if we can't get that whole situation cleaned up with Matron and we'll see. If it is in the hands of this Empressar, I will turn it off remotely or something. Are you ready? Yes. Then let's begin. Uh, The four of you are rappelling down a blood vine path. And this is a pretty smooth bore straight shot, straight down, right? And so it's actually a lot harder going. You don't really have anywhere else to sort of lean up against or or hold on to, but the rope. You all make your way down into uh, another one of these white tunnels. And, And this one... Uh, is it's a very long narrow hallway so no drop perfectly horizontal the bottom is really flat like almost ivory in color and texture and you see that down the far end it ends in what looks like a room there's a there's an actual door
0: huh i i will i will open the door i will be brave and I will open the door. <clears throat> Spinks uh, goes up on his hind legs and sort of like walks over.
3: Remember the last I... time something like this happened to Mr. Spinks?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I will, I will look and tell you what it is. And as he flings open the door, his eyes are closed also. And then <laughs> <Okay>. he's gonna <laughs> open one eye <laughs> yeah. after the fact and see what else.
1: You see a large room maybe 60 foot across uh, with a vaulted ceiling high and made of this same kind of bony material and sphinx kind of gets the lay of the land he sees that he's standing on an outer lip that wraps around the room there are stairs that go down uh, into the sort of main body of this chamber and in the center probably about 30, 40 feet in diameter is a pit. And in that pit are lots and lots and lots of dead skeletons, myconids, and at the top of the pile, pushing a very heavy axe off of himself is Reezy.
0: (gasps) It's all right. It's just a pit of death And, (laughs) and Reezy. (laughs)
3: Oh, that's reassuring. Reevesy?
0: Wait, pit of death? Wait, what?
3: (laughs) Oh, we're all dead again.
0: Oh, Lord. Is this the bathhouse? It doesn't look like the bathhouse.
3: No, June doesn't have a tail again.
0: Uh, Harris is going (laughs) to walk up and, like, look past Sphinx to see. Reevesy? Huh? Oh, my head. Oh, God's... Why are you Who's playing there? amongst some skeletons? What is going on?
2: I'm not playing. I was dropped here.
0: <laughs> She's going to look up. Like, what? <laughs> uh, give me a
1: perception check. DC 20.
0: A nat 20. <laughs> yes! And that 20. Yes! For a 26. Mm.
1: Uh, Harissa, you, you see, everything. see the outstretched bony claw of a dragon stapled together to a human femur supported by a plank of wood studded with shards of glass suck itself back up through the ceiling and a portal vanishes
0: what
3: in the souls like
0: how big was the hand
1: about the arm of a person big pole size give or take you see you see the cricket kickers falling from the ceiling
0: Wait, is that? Oh my god, it's guard's boots! Uh, she's gonna- Yeah, guard's dead! Uh, what? She's gonna run down to the pit. What's this room? Oh, hey, Reevesy! What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, my
0: achy. everything.
2: Reevesy, get off of me! Who
1: the hell uh. are you? What do you mean, who the hell am I? It's me, it's Bartleby! Oh, I'm big, that's right. The, the mushroom, the myconee, the little one. We did the whole thing with some weird bit of crystal, it's fine.
0: What? Where did you just come from? What was that hole in the ceiling? Who dropped you here? Where is God? What happened? Why are his boots here and not him? Why are you saying he is dead? Well, because he's dead. God's dead. God can't actually really die. So this makes no sense.
2: I mean, Demoiselle might try to send him back, but he did kind of disintegrate. Where? Where? We were in the... I think you said it was the High Scepter's room. What?
3: The high se-
2: There was a scepter up high!
1: And Reezy, like, takes <laughs> the scepter that uh, Bartleby stole and, like, waves it around.
3: Have I seen something like
1: that?
0: E- mm, we forgot exists
1: because no, it you flew into Toledo. Oh, uh, okay. No, I'm
3: saying oh, high yeah. scepter type stuff. That's like oh. government. I mean, yeah. you know
1: who High Scepter is. Okay. Or at least by name.
3: Oh, I always thought it was a person. Hmm. So you, we have the high scepter here. Reevesy has it. Well, it was,
2: a, it was a scepter that was up real high. and We were in its office. Guard picked up its desk and threw it through a window and then tried to follow it out the window and then just instantly disintegrated.
3: That's unfortunate. Yeah. Wait, so he's dead? That's what I said three times now, yes. But we, we, from what I've been told by God, he can't die.
2: Well, he can die. He just comes back.
3: Oh. Oh, okay. But he usually,
2: he can't come back into that body anymore, so that's something. No, yes, because syndic- Oh,
3: that's problematic. Not sure how
2: that one's gonna work out. Oh, my. We waited around for him for, like, five seconds, and then uh, some big
0: spooky glass golem wood bone thing came and got us out of there. Okay, talk to me about that. What, who- I don't know. You didn't ask questions, you were just like, okay, I'll be taken by this golem? We would be dragged pretty quickly. They would, they were, they
2: were, this, they, the, the golem was excited to get rid of us. I think they thought that we would probably die down here. I'm not sure why they didn't leave us to die in Altair. Uh, Reevesy, do yeah. you know
5: where, what are we in right now?
1: That's a fucking nat 20 on Reevesy's yes! religion. it's going, Reevesy.
5: That's the third <laughs> nat 20
1: I think I've rolled Go in this off, game.
2: Reezy. Go on, Reevesy. Go on. Jesus
1: off. Christ. Uh, he looks around for
2: a second. Well, we're in a mass grave. Uh-huh. That seems deducible pretty readily. I think if we're in a mass grave, and
1: he he like shifts around a little bit, and um, he pulls out a, like a severed leg, like the bone, right? He pulls out like this a skeleton's leg, uh, and he uh, he says,
2: "You can kind of see there's t- so there's some tattoo ink that's gotten kind of down to the bone here. These are tannine. Uh So we're probably
0: inside Jonathan. Inside who? <sighs> Jonathan.
3: Okay, I was making.
0: Why so. does Jonathan have? All of my ancestors in his fucking belly. What is happening? Why are all these dead tanin here? Well, that's that was
2: that's where the tanin buried the dead for a long time was with was with Jonathan. I read a book about this like 2 days ago.
3: Oh, so you're on some type of mission of some sort. You were getting all the intel and everything. Yeah, Mr. Lapignon
2: sent me through one of the bloodvine
3: portals. So, Luna has portals not only to Demoiselle's plane. But also within Jonathan?
2: The portals seem to kind of go wherever the bloodvine golems need them to.
3: But why would they need to go to Jonathan?
1: Maybe there's something they want to steal.
2: Is Isn't anything
1: good in here? I mean, a lot of bone. A lot of dead mic in it. Not super comfy with that.
5: Maybe we should get y'all out of there.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Oh, let's get out of the... Here. <coughs> They're just like wading through skeletons.
0: But you have a point because the Jonathan voice in my head was saying that mortals kept taking things. The emperor is obviously after something that Jonathan has, and Jonathan is trying to hide it more, or run away, or something.
2: Oh, poor Jonathan. Maybe I've been too hard on him. Guard,
1: you pop into existence uh behind everyone in the doorway
4: Hey guys god what the oh my god hi. hey hi yes please tell me what we see it looks a little bit like a ghost pokemon he is a uh, an orb of this sort of shimmery light sort of gl- almost like uh like like uh, that like white glitter smoke kind of vibe with two little hands that are sort of swinging where they would swing if he had arms but you don't see arms and he is hovering probably like a little shorter in eye line than like june so you know like maybe like four feet off the ground the face is 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 still faceless but it has those two lines going down it in the same way that guards Faceless uh, stone head has those two lines going down it. I, I found
5: you! I'm gonna run up with my quarterstaff.
0: June, it, who the fuck are you? It, we just heard that he it's lost me. his
3: body. It's Guard. This is what's inside Guard. Or was.
0: What is something only
5: Guard would know?
3: One
4: night, when you were very upset, you and I sat by the river and smashed rocks.
5: She'll lower her staff and then go up to shove him. How dare you fucking go off like that? I'm sorry. You left us. You left me. What the fuck was that all about?
4: This whole time that we've been traveling, there has been something that... I don't know. I thought maybe it was like me. I thought maybe it would have been another guardian. And I don't know. There's just all this family stuff happening. We, we we're just with Isaac's parents and your parents and all the weird stuff with Harissa's parents, and good and bad. I just, I don't know. I was, I'm sorry. It was stupid.
5: I was so worried and she's going to, Try to hug his weird plasmic body.
4: It's kind of like you're squeezing like cold fog.
5: (laughs) You don't have to do it alone.
4: I know I don't have to do it alone, but those creatures in that cave, I mean, look at you.
5: What about me?
4: I, I know that you're still young, but all of you are
3: so fragile. Says the guy with no body. <laughs> yeah. Says
4: the guy that is eternal. <laughs> Isaac, I, I know that I don't know as much as most of you, but I also know that even in the time that we have spent together, all of you are going to end. And I don't want you to end very quickly because years feel like a long time, but I also don't think they feel like a long time. And I think that when you're gone, there will be a lot more years And I would rather have there be more years where you are here. So I'm sorry that I ran away. Or rather, didn't ask you to come with me. But I felt like it was safer.
5: I understand. I'm just glad you're okay.
4: Yeah, I'm okay.
0: sorry for pushing you.
3: I didn't feel it.
0: (sighs) Uh, Let us move somewhere where there are not so many dead bodies.
3: Yeah, this is is a lot. Saffron. You seem to have a history of some sort with this area. Some you could say that. Information yes. from your father as well as from yourself. Uh-huh. Is there anything that was very rare or a treasure of sort that y'all knew about?
0: Uh so this was about um what they were trying to steal from Jonathan that they might be stealing, that they might want to try and like find or something in Jonathan.
1: Uh go ahead and roll me a survival check at advantage.
0: Twenty eight.
1: Many of your grandmother's stories were intentionally fanciful. They were woven in such a way that they could impart the message that they needed to impart while capturing the mind of a child. And the thing that you remember is the room full of very special toys. You remember that your great-grandmother had a staff that could make it rain or snow whenever she wanted, and that the sentinels that you knew as defenders of your home could be outfitted with large firework cannons. Your adult mind starts to process that those were weapons, and that they might be very valuable indeed. And you reach for a fragment of that story that doesn't quite come into focus yet, because that thought is interrupted by the absolute lunacy of naming an automaton pancakes. <laughs>
2: Apparently, I'm also supposed to read out new patrons. Whatever that means. Uh, Kelvin Gardner and Slayer B, thank you for supporting Unbalanced Encounters. Your sacrifice will not be in vain. Gee, that's a little dark, isn't it? But anyway, it also says that I'm supposed to read out our League of Rally Defenders. Darlene Wallace, Darksteel Panda, Derek Silverstone, Elderberry, Gamertube HD, Lord Dreamer, Lucas Carter, Michael McFarlane, Randolph Jenkins, and Reschis Snivy. Oh boy, there sure are a lot of yous. Thank you very much for your ongoing support and defense of the Rally Universe. Alright, everybody, I think that's it from me today. I hope you had as much fun as I did, and I'll see you soon. Alright, bye.